The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I don't keep it. Hi everybody, this is Sarah. Hi, this is Megan. And you are listening to It's Always the Husband podcast. Welcome. Welcome so much. Should we just start immediately with the story? Right, because we got a hate review from some stupid bitch who doesn't like our banter. I mean, we are the only true crime podcast in the world. The only one. So I can understand why they would be frustrated. My God, listen to the other 1.7 million that are out there then. If you don't like us bullshitting about nonsense, go fuck yourself or hit the fast forward button through nonsense like everybody else does I, half the time in podcasts if you want to i loved when listener mary said um it's good to throw in some like one and two star reviews so that it doesn't look like only you've that's paid good. your family yeah. and friends to do this so that's smart you're right yeah. mary we <laughs> did have listeners that said the nicest things then yeah, i know they're so nice i just we're blessed hashtag hashtag blessed Ugh. Who started that? We should murder that. Yeah, girl. that person needs to be murdered. Yeah. Big time. Just beaten with like a a sign. A sign that a says A wooden sign that live, says Live Laugh Love. <laughs> and beat her to death with it. <laughs> I'll show you living and laughing and loving, you dumb bitch. Die scream hate. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> We have two more Patreons. Can you even believe it? No. After I said, I look at, I wrote them legibly because I said the names. I didn't say Abochon, right? Our what last about, one. You said Pancrats or Pan Kung Pao. <laughs> for Kung Pao. Amy Kung Pao pa- in Seattle. Pan- that Pao? was, yeah. That's the Colonel's friend. And she was like, you dipshits? Yeah. We didn't do it right. I didn't do it right. Sorry. Well, I'm not supposed to be able to read. I mean, this isn't a reading <laughs> podcast. <laughs> We have Amy Bergren. Oh, hey, Amy. Amy, welcome. Thank you so much. Welcome to the group. And we do have a Patreon all ready to record. And mm-hmm. yet we're just so dumb. So we have Good. to get that done this week and put it on. So yeah, we'll we get do. you a new Patreon this mm-hmm. week. Um, And Rachel Schaefer. Rachel, welcome. Thank you so much for Rachel supporting us. Schaefer. We are so happy to have you so thank you ladies i'll be sending you some stickers are you gonna send them butthole stickers maybe i will has anyone bought any of those i haven't i keep oh forgetting to make it live so i gotta do that tomorrow i'll try try. all right do you have a glitter and your shitter because last week was rough for me very rough i almost didn't make it Almost no, didn't make I kept it. getting texts throughout the day like, I'm not going to make it nope. to the last hour of the deodorant factory. I usually say, Can someone please yeah. come kill me? 
And everyone says no. Is Michael Myers anywhere yeah. in the building? <laughs> Send him my way. Freddy Krueger, yeah. anyone? No. They weren't. They mm. weren't there. Sorry, I had to just take a drink of my margarita. Um, so my glitter in the shitter this week, uh, well, you may have known, dear dear listeners, that I've gained some weight during COVID. And part of that weight gain forced me to buy some new jeans um, because I could not bear to wear the jeans that were literally cutting off all blood flow to my heart or to my legs. So I bought some new pair, a couple new pairs, but one of them was like a stretchy kind, which felt good when I tried them on. But you know how you wear those for like more than one hour and then they start and then you're to at like target and you're bare assing yeah. it yeah they and fall down your crotch is right above your yeah. knees yeah and these were a high waisted too so it was like oh my god my crotch is so far down yeah so um but they go up so high i couldn't really wear a belt because it would you could see the belt right at the at top the of my gun yeah. yeah right below the tits yeah um so i bought a no buckle elastic stretch belt so what this does is it has two snaps and you hook the snap the belt snap around the belt loops the two front belt loops so there's no buckle right at your i have one of those mid tip yeah Yeah. there and and then it's just elastic and it doesn't stick out and sure as shit wouldn't you know that solved the problem those are genius. Of my stretch yeah. jeans falling genius. down to my... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it couldn't have worked better because I was sad because I was like, now I spent another $90 on jeans that I'm not going to be able to wear because right. they fucking annoy Fall. the shit out of me. Um, oh, that's good. So that's my glitter in the shitter. I will post the... It's, it's a weird brand on Amazon of like from china or something it's like so rusty. but uh it was only they ten dollars and good. 69 cents yeah. and i got a large and now i'm large and in charge yes. and my pants stay up you're not gonna bear ass it i'm not <laughs> that's good Those i'm are not good. gonna walk like a fucking penguin no. anymore either no so thanks amazon that's my glitter in the shitter what's yours Mine is Halloween Wars, the cooking show that is on Food Network and what? or Discovery Plus. And teams compete and each team has like a sugar expert that makes sugar candy out of like confections. Sugar. Yeah, like sugar glass, candy out of sugar. Glass blown sugar and such. Oh, like that. my. Um, and then they have a pumpkin carving artist and then they have a cake artist and like a uh, baker and so then all these four have to work together bless you gary should edit that out but oh my god gary um they all all the teams work together to do like a then there's a theme every show like freddie versus jason oh and then they have to do like a a whole scene freddie versus jason and then the best one wins and the shittiest one gets told to fuck off and leave the show <laughs> until there's one team left and then they win like 13 dollars or something like that <laughs> but it's interesting because like the carve the pumpkin carving is kind of fun what they come up with is kind of fun it's all 100 percent edible like a big 
has this been on before? It's been on for like 200 years. Oh. Yeah. You know, the in the guy who he might not still host it, but he, who hosted it for years was the boyfriend on um, Mean Girls, Lindsay Lohan's, Lohan's love interest in Mean Girls. Forget his name, but Is he was he also gay? yes, and he was on Dancing he with was the Stars. Also. And um, Keeper he by it. the Dozen? Yeah, I think so. He oh, hosted what is that guy's yeah. name? I'm not sure if he does anymore, but he was a good host because he's so, he's <clears throat> drama, you know, and does good Halloween. And then they'll have like special guest hosts or people who starred terrible, scary movies and oh, shit like good. that. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, so I like it. Every every year I tape it and watch it. Jonathan and, Bennett yes. was his name. Yeah. So you can watch it with your family and your kids and all that kind of stuff, too. So I would love to because you know how Eloise loves baking. Yes. So it's fun. That sounds great. Yeah. Enjoy that. Yeah. It's actually family worthy. Yeah. All right. We had an episode set and then we watched it and realized it was um, too sad. We had regret that we were even i had regret before we even talked about it like i can't make fun of this yeah i could make fun of his face of course in real life his face was horrible but everything else about it was so sad and horrible and it was depressing just like yeah there was no hope and i felt like i can't in good taste because everything we do is in very poor taste no very Good taste, Sarah. I wasn't aware. Um, We've never (laughs) had gratuitous farting sounds or or period sounds. Period jokes. Never. Nothing of the sort. So I just, yeah. Yeah, it was too much even for us, which means it's horrible for everybody else. Correct. So we had to move on and find another one. (laughs) We moved Um, on. This is a fatal vow. So fatal vows usually always comes through with foolery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It be, it is behind closed doors, and it's episode two in our special Halloween series, special themed Halloween shows for October. Right. And the connection is that you'll find. We'll say it now because people will be. It's very small, but the wife. <laughs> The connection, how we weaved this yes. into our Halloween the series. The wife was starting to be a pretty famous uh, paranormal investigator or ghost hunter. And in fact, her ghost hunting is what kind of saved the day in the end that we'll realize. Um, it also forced her to wear shirts that read, got ghosts yeah. on it, on them. I mean, maybe that was, I don't know. Did she go too far? No. I I feel like if you're a ghost hunter, that's a given. That shirt. I mean, you wear Live, Laugh, Love. So (laughs) (laughs) I guess she can have Yeah, You gotta live, laugh, love. (laughs) Live, laugh, love. Have we posted the Live, Laugh, Love TikTok? That is so For everyone because... No, we haven't. We should. No one knows our pain. We have a friend whose husband... Whose fucking husband buys... Like every time he comes home from Kohl's, he has a new sign that says like... um, Tyne Daly's sister. Oh, Sasha, listener Sasha. Why does he buy them? Um, in it now 
but they say like wipe your ass and then you're supposed to hang it in the bathroom oh, well, you know what you i mean know, yeah. or like but i i've never heard of the husband buying these oh yes this is a husband thing and finally oh. sasha's like um we can't have any more signs with words. That's grounds for divorce and citizen's and arrest. The, and then, yeah. I mean, and then I went around my house that one day yeah. and I was like, "Holy shit! You have I have a hundred signs. Yeah, a hundred. Say I don't have any that say hashtag no. blessed because I fucking refuse. But I have many other that are just absolutely as you do. Yeah. And what are you gonna do? Then Tyne, yeah. Daly's sister, sent the best sent TikTok. The best TikTok. <laughs> we'll try to play it. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, got ghosts. Yeah. So she is a ghost hunter. So mm-hmm. this is how she is part of our the paranormal world and believed in it heavily. So this fatal vows is called. Behind closed doors, and I think Dumb it's like title. Yeah, I think it's like season five or six. I forget all the season time six yeah. episode two. Good. It was, um, but do better. Fatal vows. Well, we don't want them to do better. Actually, we like <laughs> them doing half ass <laughs> or shitty. Yeah, that's doing benefits shitty us. works. Okay. All right, we are going to go back. What oh, was wait, behind the year. closed doors? The Just year. That, that's where she was? I guess, mm. yeah. We forgot to tell you the year. So this is 2016. So five years ago. Not that long ago this crime happened. Uh, uh, yeah. And what was happening five years ago, we can barely remember because mm-hmm. we just live in weird times. But everyone was listening to Beyonce in her lemonade. God, yeah. Leonardo finally won his Oscar for Re- uh, Reverend. Which Revenant. Revenant. Reverend. Reverend. He was the Reverend. He was playing Reverend Alden <laughs> from Little House on the Prairie. And we don't know much about Reverend Alden. He took a deep dive into Reverend Alden. Reverend Alden porked a lot of chicks. Miss Beetle? <laughs> yes. He was fucking he Miss Beetle. He hammered it with Miss Beetle. <laughs> Revenant. Also with Isaiah Edwards' yeah. wife before. Oh yeah, Grace, I think her name was. And obviously Harriet Olsen. Harriet, for um, sure. But yeah, Leonardo really uh, embodied everything that the Reverend Alden had, he did. had to give. When you think Reverend Walnut Alden, Grove. yeah, you think Leonardo, and he finally won the Oscar for it. And a bear also came to Walnut right. Grove during... Uh, the reverend's tenure yeah. there and he almost didn't survive it was a crabby ass so. bear people are watching stranger things the first season everyone never, was into I it i never watched it i know you did but. i did one and two mm-hmm. and then i just didn't and rachel's a huge fan um mm. the night manager was a great like just mini series that was on tv uh westworld everyone started this no. is us no started. i didn't do any of those um things. I saw the night manager. I didn't. I saw a little bit of Westworld. Um, movies: The Witch for horror fans. Um, Hidden Figures, which was great. Oh. I've never seen one, a wonderful movie. La La Land. I never saw it, Mm-mm. but Ryan Gosling got the mm-hmm. Oscar. Um, Moana. Oh, I yeah. went to that. Mm-hmm. 
Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. No. Nope. Which was a Harry Potter spinoff that didn't do as well as people were hoping. The Girl on the Train from the book. The book I thought was great. And the movie I was like, eh. Because we'd already all read the book. And you're like, eh. I couldn't get through that book to save I my thought it was soul. okay. The first part was so boring. It just, was a slow yeah, starter. I quit it. Very slow starter. And then everything happened in the last like 10 pages. Mm. Well, do but is yeah. that that's like our podcast? How the fuck could you listen to just like nothing happening and then in the last yeah. ten minutes? I know. I don't know. I would have given us a two star too. Uh, you want to know what the number one song was I do. in twenty sixteen? It was "Baby, You Should Go and Love Yourself." Yeah. So oh. if you think that I'm still holding on, baby, you should. That's the Beebs. And is it too late now to say sorry? Remember that? Yeah. That's Beebs too. That was the yeah. one and two. Oh, um, Beebs. And then the there was life. Adele. Hello. Yeah. And then there was also Justin Timberlake. Can't stop the feeling. Oh, yeah. From Trolls. He needed it. You be dance, dance. He's dancing. kind of been silent and faded away. And Cheap Thrills by Sia. I love Sia. Oh, yes. I love Cheap Thrills. Um, Good. Cake that wasn't by bad. the Ocean. No, this was, it seemed like a good year. Yeah. Pillow Talk by Zay. Oh, Stitches by Sean Mendes. I oh. love that song. I love Sean Mendes. No, no, I can treat you better. That was, oh my God, this was a great year. Dangerous Woman, Ariana. I must have been in heaven. It probably was a good year, and we should have appreciated it more. I had a two-year-old. Yeah. So maybe I was just starting to be able to go out again. Probably. You yeah. weren't sleep. I'm sure you weren't sleeping. Well, you haven't slept. I still haven't. He was in my bed all yeah. night long. I said to slap him and put him in his bed, and you refused. I refuse. God, Sarah, if you saw his little hearing aids in his ears. You slapped the so, hearing aids out no. of his ears. You just slapped the shit out of him. It's like, get in your bed. Him. Oh, he mm. can't hear me when I say it because he doesn't have a. He'll, he'll hear night. you when your arm gets raised <laughs> up and he sees that arm no. coming down. He'll know then. Oh, no. <laughs> My baby. <laughs> He walks in the room and your arm just is raised no! up, 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 up. No, he backs I just up. pull the covers over him and say, I love you. He's going to be a 17-year-old boy and get in bed with you. And that's going to be odd. That will be problematic. Yes. Right now he's only seven. Well, still, the boy should have his Sorry. own He-Man sheets on his bed. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's better? Yes, it is. Ew, no. He could have his own koala sheets he has bed. animals yeah all right we're gonna though travel back though to 1995 our when our story begins in the lovely town of baltimore maryland, maryland. baltimore maryland baltimore. that was from hairs hairspray i don't know don't they live in remember. baltimore probably I don't remember. Good morning, oh. Baltimore. Na, na, na. I, don't I don't know rem- the words, I don't but I think that is a song. Sure. Anyway. Where's Miss Caso? Mrs. Caso, the choir yes. teacher. She would know. She would know. 
We're going to meet a nurse, actually two nurses. The first nurse we're going to meet. <laughs> we're going to meet two nurses. Is Lara Crockett, not Davy Crockett. Not Lara. It's Lara Crockett. It's Crockett. Crockett. Yeah. Who's Lara? Oh, Lara Croft is the. Yeah, she's not Lara Croft. She's no. not related to Davy Crockett. No, none of those things. She's just plain old herself. Lara, Lara Crockett. Crockett. She's not related either to Sonny Crockett of Miami Vice scene. <laughs> she could be, though. We don't know. Um, Tubbs, we don't know either if she's related to Tubbs. <laughs> but she might be related to Sonny Crockett. She was wearing a lot of uh, pastel suits <laughs> with white t-shirts. Pastel. Um, yeah. What do you call those things that nurses wear? Scrubs. Scrubs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, I couldn't remember that word. So she's a nurse. She works the night shift. And all of her friends, her family are pretty much saying she was an excellent nurse. Very smart. She really loved her job. They said multiple times she was very beautiful and very pretty. And yes, I will get to that. <laughs> and sweet, nice, smart, professional, um, which she really did seem to be. She has a fellow nurse on her floor, I'm assuming, and his name is Ricardo Muscolino. Not Ricardo Montalban. Not Ricardo Montalban. Not Ricky Ricardo. (laughs) Ricardo Ricardo Muscolino. Not Ricardo Martin, because he is fucking fine. Right. But Ricardo Muscolino, who was the opposite of Ricky Martin. The the opposite. In every every way. way. He was described as funny, charming. He really, 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 really liked Lara. And I would describe him as, all right, picture Santa... Then take his white beard and just put some pepper in it. So just take a paintbrush and paint black streaks into Santa's white beard. Have him lose a little bit of weight and then grow out his hair in a mullet, a long curly mullet. But with nothing on the top, really. Yeah, very little on the top. And and, More... and not like a rosy cherub face, like a really ugly shit face. I <laughs> so not at all like Santa. Just picture a no. hippie with a long See, homeless man beard I th- with black paint stripes in it. I thought more Cheech and Chongish. Uh, yeah, was yeah. his vibe very much so. You're right, but but not even cool. The hair was so much less cool than Cheech and Chong. The hair was terrible in real life and in reenactment. Remember the guy, the murderer who we thought was the, he was the Dateline one, whereas he always had the long hair and he looked like a yes, woman. Yes, and then he but finally he was, cut it for court. Yeah, yeah, but whoever that guy is, he was like, it was the same kind of hairdo, like, yeah. except that guy was, was a little straight chubbier. and this yeah, guy was curly. was curly, like a natural yeah. gray black curl yes a terrible in any sense there's no way and you always wore it in a ponytail yeah because nurses should keep their hair out of their face they should i mean they should he was professional that way he was so there was some flirting going on we don't know why citing this might have been an issue Lara might have um, not been cited and he he might not have been cited (laughs) 
We'll just... Well, neither was then. No one else was sighted. Either. Nobody was. Then sighted. everyone in the episode was blind because they all said they're all unsighted. Yeah. Um, so Laura, it was a weird genetic yeah. and eclipse town. It was a cl- ecl- another eclipse yeah. town. <laughs> Laura was married at the time, though, so she could just kind of do work flirting with Ricardo. Um, but I think she got the feeling that he really actually did have feelings for her, but she couldn't do anything about it. She was married, but it was very unhappy marriage. So they say over and over and over mm-hmm. again that she was very, very young when she got married. She got married to a much older man that already had a son. He didn't want any more children, and she wanted desperately to have children. Which she only realized after they got married. Don't like, you have that conversation? On. I mean, you do not get married before you talk about that. And if that's something you really want more than anything else, don't marry some douche before mentioning it. No, I mean, otherwise you hell? just keep fucking and nobody cares. Right. But when you want to have a baby, you have to find someone I mean, who that, really wants to have a I baby. I don't know what she was thinking. Come but on. if she was really young, sometimes you're just too dumb to realize that, I think, maybe. You just I, don't know um, how to deal with it, I think. think. You think he'll change his mind change. or, yeah. So Laura had a lot of second thoughts about her marriage. She also was the breadwinner. She was making all the money. She was paying all the bills and her husband did not seem like he was attentive to her needs or anything. So it seems like a pretty shitty marriage. What she liked about Ricardo, though, is he was the total opposite. He was kind of funny and he was super motivated by apparently, money. Yeah, apparently everyone said he was the fucking funniest guy. Like even that all the co-workers that they interviewed for the Fatal Vows episode, yeah. like, he was so funny. Like, okay. And sometimes when people always say, oh, you got to meet this person. They're so funny. And then I meet them and I'm like, Ugh. That's because no one's funnier than you. Well, I mean, but we can at least tell one joke that's good. Well, on Fatal Vows, they made his humor look like like dad joke humor, which you're like, I no mean, one's that's worse not than dad funny. joke yeah. humor. Like he like faked in the opening scene. He faked. He was like, oh, I'm having a cardiac arrest. It's a code red a cardiac arrest. When yeah. Lara walked by and Lara was like, um, maybe you should check on some patients before you start the get the ward all up in the arms or something. <laughs> it was yeah. the dumbest. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I don't know if he would have gone. Right. I would have laughed or like pagey nurse, Laura, or like I've got a shit the, stain in yeah. my scrubs. <laughs> See that I would have said, yeah, 10 points. Yeah. Right there. Ricardo's fucking or funny. taking like the, the heart zapper thing and put it on his wang. And zapped <laughs> it. I would have said, you know what? I give you a nine. You want to you see how straight my pubes get? Yeah. <laughs> see that? I would have been all in. All in. You would have fucking yeah. married Ricardo. I would have married him right yeah. there. I would have done it. I'm going to see how straight my pubes get. He's just zapping the shit out of his dick on the nursing floor. <laughs> Is this unprofessional? <laughs> no. What else is there to do? Everybody's out cold. They're a hundred years old. They're going to die any second. Let them die. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, right, yeah. Just thinking about Ricardo's pubes. Sorry. <laughs> Ricardo also, though, actually was a really good nurse. He was yeah. very hardworking. And he's the idiot who took, you know, 
well, so-and-so couldn't make their shift. Do you want to work an extra 1,900 hours? And he would say, sure, I'll take it. You know, he filled in for everybody. He worked all the time. He never took a break. Um, So he's a great worker. And then how funny that some works get this, because ours sure don't. Um, Lara, Ricardo, and their nurse friend, Ronaldo, and Laura's sister, Tanya, all got a work trip to Vegas. Who gets that? People do, I guess. I guess it exists. Um, we my don't. dentist office, shout out to PL Dental, my favorite place ever. But they are like going to Mexico together. How come this happens at works? Uh, why and don't we, we get ever... Nothing. We plan our own trips to like... Nowhere. Hair ball. Well, we have to plan our own trips with our friends, but our work never gives no. us anything except oh. hemorrhoids. stress headaches and and aneurysms (laughs) depression and depression and and big long flat boobs (laughs) (laughs) that's what they give us god damn so they're all in vegas parting it up they're all they all must have went to the club i mean i don't know do you go i guess they would but i feel like some would be prudes but they all were there and laura says laura says to her sister um hey um ricardo's single do you want to go um dance with ricardo do you want to hook it up with ricardo and the sister's like you know <laughs> i know good god no like, no thing. yeah she talks about him like he was about as foul as a big piece of shit on the floor yeah he, well, he, was. he was yeah and then um we hear from Ronaldo, I keep getting those two. Ronaldo says that that night, Lara and Ricardo hooked up. Mm-hmm. So she's trying to hook her sister up with him, but instead she hooks up with them. They spent the night together in one of their hotel rooms. And pretty much after that, they were together. They had a secret relationship, having an affair. Lara was still married, um, but she was having an affair with ricardo and they actually did fall in love and want to have a relationship together at the same time ricardo decides well there's a huge nursing shortage everyone is having a staffing problem we're getting nurses to fill in here and there and everywhere so he creates his own business which was a nursing staffing agency for like sub like a substitute nursing business Mm. He got 150, they said, to 300 nurses working for him right away, and his business, like, exploded, completely took off. So he started making all of this money um, running this business, and he was totally focused on it um, and made tons and tons of money. About a year later, or a year after she had met Ricardo, Laura Laura finally decides to leave her husband, again, who they described as this much older man. And in the reenactment, they have this black and white occurrence of Lara sadly giving her wedding ring to this guy who looks 22. Yeah. I mean, Ricardo's a thousand years older than this guy. Is that his son? Yeah. No, it was supposed to be. So if she was with an older man or first marriage, Ricardo looks like a grandpa. Yeah. 
What the yeah. hell? And the husband, I wrote, homely weirdo. So he wasn't <laughs> that good looking. But then it turns into color. And in comes Ricardo. And he has two surprise plane tickets and whisks her off on vacation. And Ronaldo said they were always having fun. They went on adventures. They went on travel. He would just buy her surpri- you know, surprise plane tickets and they would whisk off to Paris or New York City. Well, of course a girl's going to fall for that. What the hell? I mean, if someone just said, you want to go on vacation to, you know, Buenos Aires right now? <laughs> I'd say, why not? Let's go. You would at least do some stuff with him. You, to, you know, I don't know. Instead of whatever. Ricardo also, they said, had a bit of the bad boy. And they didn't describe what that was at this point. But it said Lara liked a bit of the bad boy. And why is that true? Why do women like a big stink bitch bad boy? I do. I And why? I Why don't we like normal nerd guys that ha- go to a job and just do the do stuff and do husband stuff and dad stuff and are nice women think that is the shits because those people are ugly well why (laughs) (laughs) we're so terrible women are the worst too we are (laughs) yeah i guess but uh ricardo was no uh Cary no. Grant. No. Or Jason Momoa. No. He was a Danny DeVito at best. <laughs> on his best day. So I don't understand. Well, I guess the trips and adventure and tons of cash flowing out of his butthole did it no, too. I still do not think I could get past it. And you know, know what? Um, the man who they got to play Ricardo in Fatal Vows was much too attractive what? for the yeah. real... He was way more good looking than oh the my real. Once God. you see the real if Ricardo. You see, yeah, you see and him he and, was like, a, and he was foul. I kind of get it. So Ronaldo, this is the friend nurse again. He says again for the 800th time that Lara was very attractive, a beautiful woman who could get anyone she wanted. And then he went, I guess love is blind. So he's calling Ricardo a dog too. I'm like, that's Everyone a was. I mean, he's calling him her unsighted. <laughs> that right is a there. burn. Uh-huh. Now, Fatal Vows is the show that has the psychotherapists come on and pretty much yeah. break down how crazy they are and whatever, which is good and mm-hmm. which is kind of like, well, duh, you know, at the same time. But at this moment, they show a real photo of both Ricardo and Lara. And I wrote no and no. No. I said immediately no. Immediately no. Um, Laura, I wrote, uh, was a step above handsome. She's passable. And then later, this picture was a nightmare. If her friends picked this out, shame on her friends. Because she had other pictures where she looked far cuter um, on the internet. Because I looked up where she looked pretty cute. I mean, I think she was like, she's like all of us. There's like some good pics and some bad But that was not her best picture because she looks like... Like if Mrs. Beetle was a um, middle-aged school marm and oh, homely. No. And then Ricardo not just had long hair, he had long hair, like to the butt. And frizzy. And frizzy unkempt. and mullet yeah. and beard. And he looked filthy. He looked like he stink, like shoe stink, armpit mm-hmm. stink, balls mm-hmm. stink, butthole stink, 
pit stink, every kind of stink all at once. And you just, oh, geez, all that was coming through in that picture. But then I'm very dramatic. So maybe other people just will see it as a picture. <laughs> but Ricardo no. had cash. Yeah. He had yeah, he cash. Did. He buys a mansion in Falston, Maryland, pretty much. And I saw this house, I saw this house was enormous. Laura is just pleased as punch. She moves in and she starts spending money and buying clothes and jewelry and shoes and all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wasn't buying a $3 shirt. At no. Target. But that's so insane how they showed her buying things like what she was buying. Yeah. Is that what people really buy? No. Like, uh, I feel like she was sensible. Lingerie? She was not buying a feather boa in weird 1920s lingerie. No. In fake pearls no she was not buying that i feel like she was buying normal things and i felt like she had a normal brain uh their relationship they're super happy in their relationship that's going really really great in fact Lara just seems to be super happy with everything and she wants to move on with her work she was really smart and loved her job yeah they're hot for each other yeah and she decides she wants to get a master's degree in anesthesiology and become a nurse that um, does that. So yeah. I didn't realize you. So she would be a nurse working for the doctor that does that. I, I think they make a lot. Well, anesthesiologists yeah. make a lot of money. I think nurse anesthetist is pretty. Yeah, it's a great it's job. Prestigious. Yeah. yeah. Ricardo says is super supportive and in fact pay, gives her a ten thousand mm-hmm. dollar check and pays for her schooling. In this part, I was very confused. I still am I'm very confused. For some reason, Lara, because I have my master's, you have my master's, but I didn't need to move anywhere. I and have like your master's to too. Yeah. You have my master's and I have <laughs> your master's. But Lara, Lara we do have moves our master's. to Washington, D.C. and goes to school and works there. Like which she's in Baltimore. It's less than an hour away. Can't you just j- drive to school? Right. A lot of us drive that far to go to work all the time. Yeah. And Ricardo stays back in Baltimore. Right. And then they decide to have a long distance relationship, but it's less than an hour away. I don't understand any of this. Why would you then pay for another house or place to live? And why are you working there? Can't you just work and go to school at night? Like everyone, I don't know. I didn't know. Right. I don't know. It seems confusing. So this distance, it says, puts a strain on the relationship. What distance? Just drive back. I know. I, I didn't get it. Either. I don't know. I, I don't know. Put a podcast on like everyone else and drive your 50 minutes back to work and yeah. home. So they break up. They actually break up. And Lara starts seeing other people. So in a reenactment scene, Lara is walking down the hall with a handsome doctor. Uh, Talking but didn't about, it say they sort of broke up or yeah, something? They bra- like, yeah, they broke up. He paid for her to go to school. Yeah, and then the, the distance was hard on them and they break up. up. Um, the handsome doctor and her are talking about one of her tests and then all of a sudden Ricardo is there in the hallway. And she right. goes, oh, Ricardo, what are you doing right. here? And Ricardo starts tr- like acting like he's going to punch out this doctor. And the doctor yeah. just stands there like, what i mean yeah like why is there a- i'm in a lab coat yeah why is there this homeless man with eight penises coming to attack me 
And uh, Ricardo says, what are you doing? You know, I'm here to collect my, if you're going to be seeing other guys, I want to collect my money back. And right. she's like, I don't have any money. Right. And he's like, well, I'm going to sue you, take you to court. She's like, what the hell? So he sues her and to get, take her to court to take, get his money back that he gave her to go to school. And she then has, she's living with her dad and the court case is still going on. And I think Ronaldo we see for a little bit and says like, yeah, Ricardo was suing everybody all the time. He was a huge dick mm-hmm. about that. Right. Ricardo and Lara are not talking for a long time. And then he starts calling her again. She finally answers in one phone call. He just says, I miss you. And she's kind of angry and pretty much says, well, you're suing me, you dumb fucker. Like, what the hell's wrong with you? Right. And he says, every time I drive by your dad's intersection, I don't know what that means, from the highway, <laughs> I throw a penny out the window. Go see. And so she drives to wherever this is at the intersection and the highway, and there's a whole bunch of pennies thrown all over the ground. Like, I'd be really? like, what a fucking psycho. Why are you driving by here? All he did was drive there and just dump out a yeah. bunch of pennies. I'm sure he, like did. he did. It every- but she was like, oh my God, he really did. Right. She... They say she just melts and falls back in love with him again. Mm-hmm. I would have thought, holy shit, I'm calling the cops. Right. This is right. a psycho. But she thinks him throwing a piece of metal out of his window on the floor, yeah. a penny no less. I'm like, if yeah. this was silver dollars, bitch, then <laughs> maybe. Now we're talking. She then goes back to him and he drops the lawsuit. So now I think... You know, of course, was he suing her just to get what he wants again? Obviously, to control her. Um, you're not going to do what I want or what I say. Or if you decide to, I don't want you anymore, but if you decide to move on, I'm going to, you know, sue you and control you anyway. You can't move on. I can. You know, that kind of thing. Right. And like already there's these huge red flags happening. And like, I get it. You know, like, I feel feel like you would probably be angry like i gave you you know twelve thousand dollars to go back to school and you just break you know take my money and break up with me. i get that too yeah um i, I think you know there was a different a definitely a different way to go about it like maybe you just say okay we broke up can you pay me back for like in some right. way right like maybe you can't do- obviously you don't have twelve thousand dollars right now but can you pay it back but he's in at this point but, a near millionaire, you know. Yeah. And if you go to court, you can at least see, you know, we were a couple living together. He gifted yeah. this to me. Yeah. She could have a way around that yeah. too. Oh yeah, um, she totally could. But it's still like I understand for both sides, but if you actually instead of working this out with me, take sue me and take me to court, I don't want to date you again. Right. I mean, that's a dick move. Because she she didn't say, like, I'm not going to pay you back. She said, I literally don't have any money. Right. I don't know. But what do you do then when these poor situations come? You make a poor choice and you get married in Hawaii. <laughs> Can I just say, whatever you would pay for me to go to Hawaii, just take that money back and then I'll just leave. <laughs> but no, they get married in Hawaii. Ricardo pays for, like, all their friends and family to come and fly to Hawaii, pays for the whole wedding. Mm-hmm. And they immediately then want to start having kids. Lara has a few miscarriages and thinks that her job as an uh, anesthesiologist has something to do with it. So she quits her job 
and ma- she immediately has three girls, pretty much, one after the other. Bim, bam, boom. She has Victoria, Shannon, and Kayla. What do you think about that? Um, She made a poor choice, and now has three kids. <laughs> Instantly. So now she's trapped. Do you trapped. think it was the... Oh, that I don't know. I don't know enough about it. Who knows? Maybe she said maybe stuff was leaking out and making affecting something. Who knows? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, pregnant women go in surgery and are fine. Right. Right. All the time. So I don't know. But she was doing that as a job every single day. Maybe that's different. I don't know. Um. And, stre- you know, sometimes the stress of work. I mean, that's a stressful job, too. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to work. I would just say anything. No. Ten years go by, and they seem to be, like, a really happy, normal family. They show a reenactment ten years later. Ricardo is playing chess with one of the daughters, and she loses. And Ricardo says, I'm not going to, you know lose to you on purpose you have to you know i'm not gonna let you win and she throws a big fit and leaves and i kind of agree with him on that actually mm-hmm. like if you want to be good you i'm you know you have to be if he was really good at chess if you want to beat me you have to be really good you know and it just gets them to be better i think but yeah i don't know i think they were trying to show that that he's like a dick but i think like I kind of agree with him on not letting your kid win all the time, like having him wor- learn and work for it, especially a game like chess, Lo- you know, learn yeah. your strategy, get better. Um, we get to the bad times now. Mm-hmm. Ricardo starts getting all these letters in the mail and you see him at the table being all angry. Well, what's happening is the business is suffering because the economy is slowing down and his company starts losing money. Uh, and they're not having enough money to pay their mortgage, but they fail to qualify for mortgage relief because he still makes too much money. And so it's like this cycle of they don't have enough money to pay the bills, but they can't get any help. And he gets mm-hmm. really angry. And so he just decides to say, fuck it. I'm not going to pay a single to thing. everyone and everything. So he stops paying every single bill, mortgage, electricity, internet, every bill, and then it stops paying their taxes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's a really wise decision. And just lets it all go. Does nothing about it. Just stops paying for everything. Meanwhile, Lara has to deal with it all. Creditors are calling all of the time asking for her husband. She finds out the IRS is coming after him for all these back taxes. And that they're probably going to lose their house. And she is stressing out huge. And he doesn't seem to care. So she goes to him and says, what in the hell are we going to do? Like, they're going to take the house. We have, oh, all this money you're in trouble like you could go to jail for not paying taxes for all Mm -hmm. these years like all this money and ricardo says i have a plan (laughs) and his plan is for them to separate pretend Pretend, quote put everything in her name so she can have all the trash in her name and then he's Mm -hmm. just gonna move to florida for a bit and she goes okay so she gets all of the debt in her name and takes it on he puts it all out of his name Mm -hmm. he moves to florida and lives it up doing god knows what in florida while she is home taking care of her three children by herself right um i think she had to get her job back at this point obviously to pay for things but it works for a short time the creditors stop calling they get to keep the house 
Um, but there's still issues, a lot of money issues, because her job, she's she can't pay for everything. everything. And she wants the girls to live the life they're accustomed to. So she starts putting everything on a shit ton of credit cards, which is even worse. Which, you know, I don't get that. But wh- I mean, I feel like kids get it you can tell right. your kids like we don't have what we have before these are rough times right you don't, don't need to have people, this yeah. 14 my right american girl dolls right, right now right and i have to just pay to keep the lights on and the electricity right. or whatever that's right. it not that you want to tell your kids everything about your right. financial situation but, you can but just i say, think so yeah we just right say, now can't we're not afford get this. that right now they would yeah. you know okay and if they throw a fit slap big <laughs> slap <laughs> Go to your room. Ricardo, of course, is helping out zero. He is not right. sending a fucking dime to and his family. And she says she doesn't even know where he is she, half yeah. the time. He's not there helping her raise the kids. He's not there at all talking to them, sending money, supporting. They show, like, in Fatal Vows, they always put the couple in front of this terrible wallpapered wall. And they put them there. And Ricardo's talking on the phone. And you see Lara in the background, all frustrated. And he, I wrote, he's wearing the dumbest hat I've ever seen. It's like not, it looks like a baseball hat. But it's like a, a do- oh! I don't know, a doll hat or something. It's like weird. It's like a beanie plus baseball hat. It's like a like you would put on a dog. Yes, it was white and bizarre. Yes, it looked like a like a manic like you would put on a doll or something, not a real hat. It was weird, and I just thought, I'm oh. gonna find a picture, have to find a picture and send it to you. Yeah, obviously the marriage is really, really, really struggling. Now this is where we get into the paranormal. I mean, in the whole time here, Lara is starting a new hobby that becomes actually a side business. Mm-hmm. As a ghost hunter. What the fuck? She's a nurse, a nurse anesthetist, and now a ghost hunter? Yes. And what I read on the side, like she actually was doing really well in that world and really well known. Um, She had all this equipment. I'm like, who's buying that? Like, how do you get a how do you get all this equipment for to read the ghosts? Right. And cameras all over. How did she? I don't know. She had a partner, and his name was Bailey Maxwell. He is a young 22, and they said he looked very much like a young Ricardo. I'm like, well, gross. My apologies. My sympathies, Bailey. Bailey had no real job. He just did this ghost hunting with her that clearly would make no money. I mean, how do you make money on that? I don't know. Um, He already had a kid with someone else, and they started an affair. Lara and Bailey. Lara! She's just, I mean, and I can understand her husband's MIA and he's not supporting them at all, you know, and she's working with this guy. I mean, I can kind of understand that, but then tell her husband first, piss off and stay there. And then he might at least get child support. I don't know. I can't with this anymore. Laura is on her phone a lot more texting and on social media and her oldest daughter, Victoria, is noticing this and being like, Mom, what the hell? You're always on your phone. And she says, "Uh, I'm just I'm just texting your aunt. And Victoria's like, what the hell? So Victoria was allowed to look at her phone all the time and her stuff. And Victoria sees on her phone and on her social media that all her texts to Bailey and her like social media or messages curve like city are, yeah that she's having an affair and she's read and Victoria reads it all and realizes her mom is cheating on her dad so she gets really really upset um 
and we skip ahead to one week later after this. Victoria is in her room listening to music. And then all of a sudden she hears in her parents' bedroom, all this screaming and arguing and fighting. And shortly, like two minutes after that, she hears multiple gunshots, like six or seven gunshots. Her younger sisters run in the room scared. They're terrified. Um, They hear steps come down the hallway and stop in front of the door. And they're, you know, they're just like scared to death. Mm -hmm. And then the person walks away. Um, Victoria calls 911 immediately and tells 911 she heard gunshots and she thinks the person that fired the gun was her dad. Yeah. It's so bad. Yeah. The sheriff arrives. It's dark inside and the police immediately find the $3, remove him from the home, take him out safe. They're all like cuddling in a room. The master bedroom door is closed. So the police slowly walk in and they see Lara on the bed and she has multiple gunshots, but she is still alive Alive. and she is still awake. And you can see that she's like pressing her hand on her neck and covering a wound and like gasping for breath. Because she's a nurse. She knew what she had to do. She's like covering her worst wound and trying to save herself. She could not speak due to being shot through the neck it looked like and then she looks like she was shot in the side or back and then multiple shots through her arm arm. which are defensive i'm assuming she put her arm up Uh. and he shot right through her arm multiple times now at the same time this is happening where the police are trying to save her life in her bed and take her to the hospital a man walks into the police station described multiple times as disheveled and homeless looking he looked like he was maybe homeless. They yes. said like and partly homeless and dirty. Partly homeless. Yeah. <laughs> this guy goes right up to the police and says, I am a wanted man. <laughs> and they look at him like, oh boy, this guy's on the booze. Right. And they just, then he doesn't say what the hell he's talking about. So they just put him in a room and sit him there for a while thinking some crazy homeless dork walked in or something, some disheveled booze hound. Right. And meet Laura, then they say, is taken to the hospital and they work on her for eight hours and she dies, which is very sad mm. to think then, too, she was aware and terrified. Yes, she'd made it that long. Um, and fought and tried to help herself. I mean, that's just so, so awful. And I'm sure in terrible pain. And you're mm-hmm. just, I, I can't even put myself in her place. Like, how awful. Her sister mm-hmm. is told at work by police officers and is just devastated. So meanwhile, at this police station, police finally go into this room and they keep saying like he, the homeless man is getting talked to and they find out it's it's Ricardo um, sitting there. Ricardo's <laughs> the sitting there. Yeah. Ricardo, the millionaire, is sitting there, but that's how much he looked like. Like when I said in that picture, he stank and he was dirty he and he did. just looked like a yes. huge fool. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he was a big, stinky, messy creep. Police learn um, on the, that day, the day of the murder, it, Victoria had told her dad that mom was having an affair and she found it out. And Victoria mm, thought, Victoria. well, she's going to have to live with that decision. But she really did think that she was doing a good thing for her dad. You know, yeah. she was really mad at her mom yeah. and thought she was hurting her dad um, and really wanted to tell her dad. And, you know, she felt bad. Um, but the police do say, like, you know, you don't know. You never know that 
this she would never have expected this to happen no. ever in her experience with her dad she didn't know no. that he was going to do this um and at the scene they find a gun in the clothes hamper so they say whoever right. shot her just tossed the gun in the clothes hammer and hamper and just walked right out they pretty much are certain it's ricardo because his ass showed up at the police station saying he's a wanted man his wife is dead you know um he's charged with first degree murder they look at the murder weapon the gun and it has zero prints on it and why because he was holding it with his hand i don't know um dna is useless since it was found in his own clothes hamper it's definitely going to have his dna on it but a defense attorney could say well it was in his clothes hamper with his dna and Ricardo is released to bail, which is very unusual in a first degree murder trial of someone who has money as well, you know, to be released on bail right. and just to wait for the trial. Ricardo hires the best defense attorney and thinks he can beat this charge. And I'm like, why don't you just plead guilty? What you walked you in shot into, your wife and your kids were you, all there. You walked into the police station and turned yourself in. Yeah, why? So what are you doing this for, you idiots? Uh, like, wh- why are you doing this? I, I don't understand what his thinking is. Like, he's... And then you're going to try to beat it? But you said you... I mean, I don't know. Idiots. Mm. Now, here's where her ghost hunting comes in to actually save the day and defend her in court. She had placed teeny tiny cameras around her house because she thought fucking ghosts were in her house. Mm. So her insanity about the ghosts actually were a witness to her murder. So good for her. The police take the camera and realize it had been running and just, documented everything that night they see ricardo coming home with victoria and victoria had just told Told him him, she goes upstairs he goes lets the dog out does god knows what walks upstairs right into the bedroom that's when the crime happens they show him really quickly running out of the bedroom and then leaving the house and there's nothing filmed inside the bedroom so i guess that's where they get behind closed doors but you can but they know that was the time yeah there's audio right i don't know hear it maybe there might be i I mean they they know that was the time she was shot or whatever because then the police show up and no one else had been in that bedroom they have it on you know they have a camera that no one else went in there but him um the reenactment then they show Ricardo going into the bedroom. He sits on the bed. Lara is sleeping. And he has a gun. Of course, cocks it like everyone always does. Right. I don't know. And he wakes her up. Wake up. And then he starts <laughs> yelling at her. That? You're going to cheat on me. You're going to cheat on me. You know, and he was holding this gun at her and She's just like, fires yeah, like six did. shots right in right into her. Like, good God, you psycho. I mean, she must have been her terrified yeah and then you're half asleep and you're like what the hell is going on uh ricardo actually really never told the police anything or talked to police about it he never testified so we don't really know why the hell he did this um november 2nd 2017 he's convicted of first degree murder and has to do at least 50 years um the sister her sister thought he didn't want a divorce again he didn't want to pay for the divorce right because this dumbass put everything in her name and so everything was hers 
And then he thought because that's yeah. how he was going to get out of his debt right. situation. He thought he was going to lose everything and that his kids probably wouldn't want to stay with him because yeah. he'd pretty much abandoned them for yeah. months and months and months. The kids live with a foster family. Why aren't they with the right. sister? Or I her don't parents? know. I don't know that either. That's weird. I don't know. So, I mean, what a terrible story. And I read some outside article that Victoria, of course, feels like all this guilt. And she's now, I don't mm-hmm. have my mom, but now I'm never going to have a dad. You know, he's going to be in jail the rest of his life, pretty much. It said they were still in contact with him, right? Yes. Although I don't know why. But I mean, it's your dad and you're traumatized. And, and they also probably really hate their mom. I mean, they might have been... Too, and blame her for the affair. Like, it's so hard. I don't know. Yeah. Just a terrible... They don't... You don't realize the situation you're putting mm-hmm. your poor children in for the rest of their lives and how traumatized no. they are. And why do you have to be such a dick? God. Anyway, what a lovely story we had <laughs> Ken. But again. become a ghost hunter because it can testify bring for you. your killer to justice yes when you are murdered in your bedroom even if you never find the ghost you'll never find a ghost <laughs> but you'll find the person who murders you but you will find yeah. your murderer so yeah good advice happy october right. everyone yes get those cameras set up set and them up ready to shoot yep you can get all sorts of weird shit happening in your house. And don't let the cats knock them off no. the windowsill. The cat like, doesn't want one to get in the sun on that windowsill. The and the not, cat knocked down the, the camera. Down and, and we didn't know none that the camera knocked down because the cat's getting on the windowsill, <laughs> getting that sun. So we never did see her fall on the fork. Never did see her fall on that fork. The corn rake. Oh. Well. <laughs> or just don't get married. No. Oh. That's our Bye. Advice. Bye. Thank you. Yeah.